There he is. Yo, yo. What it do, baby? What it do, baby? They lost last night. Yeah, yeah, they did. Playoff P, man. Hey, man, that's supposed to be that guy, right? Something about playoff P. Something about playoff P that just ain't sitting right with the Clippers. Because, look, man, even when he was playoff P, they were still losing in Indiana. Ouch. So really, he is he's playoff P. Yeah, hey. that's the name. That's the name. Yeah, and it's the same result. You can drop forty in the game, and you still lost to LeBron. Except Ouch. now you're not even paying LeBron. Ouch. Well, what's up, world? Welcome to another episode of that Mo Show. I am your host, as always, Hitch Montana, with my co-host, Cadman. Hey, let's jump right into it. To start things up, Tyler, the creator, finally released an album. It's been quite a while since he's come out with a new album. He now has Call Me If You Get Lost, featuring DJ Drama all throughout the album and several other artists. Cad, start it off, man. How you feel about the album? Did you like it? Did you love it? Did you hate it? What was your favorite track? Uh, I'm definitely glad that um, Tyler's back. You know, we talk about like J. Cole and Kendrick and how we want to hear and Drake and how we want to hear from the people that are, we could even call them OGs now. So to get a Tyler album, I think is, is good for the game because I think a lot of the game right now is like people aren't putting effort into making music or as much as they used to put effort into making music. And Tyler's one where he puts in the effort to make sure that the album's going to sound good, that the music's good, everything's set up the way he wants. So anytime we can get an artist like that dropping music, it's always good for the game. So uh, it was interesting with DJ Drama, though. I'm like, am I listening to Gangster Grills mixtape or am I listening to an album for like the first half? Then he disappears. And I was trying to listen to see, like, did Tyler kill him in a skit? Like in a Goblin where he kills, like, half of Odd Future, or he kills all of Odd Future in uh, the song Window. He kills everybody that's featured there. So I'm like, drama's gone. Let me go back and listen if he killed him somewhere, but he didn't. So I don't mean, I don't know where he went. He just kind of abruptly stopped. But no, uh, drama comes back at the end of the album. He says, and like that, we gone. As he always oh, yeah, and like that, we gone. Yeah. Yeah, but he, he still disappeared for a couple tracks. Um. But no, I think it's always good whenever like the older artists now are releasing music because it's it's like no matter how long they're gone, I feel like it's better than the newer artists' music. But again, it comes down to effort. They're coming from a time where, especially like Tyler and Odd Future, where they had to put an effort in everything that they did because of usually the content they were talking about. Now, Tyler's obviously toned down from there. He still kind of makes shock music when it comes to like relationships but it's just all funny. Um, at this point, he's not saying like, you know, the stuff he used to say. I was gonna say a line, but eh, I'm not gonna say it. Um, but my favorite song, I was thinking the one with Lil Wayne, but as I'm thinking about it now, I'm gonna say it's Manifesto. And the reason why Manifesto is my favorite song is because it has Domo Genesis in it. And 
anytime I can get Tyler with an old member of Odd Future and a song together, I'm automatically going to put it at the top of whatever songs are on that list. Just because it reminds me of Odd Future times. I would love to see, because we know Earl still makes music. Can we get a Tyler and Earl track? I don't know what happened with them, what the falling out was. I know Haji still makes music. Um, I don't know about Left Brain. But I mean, makes music. Left Brain and Haji probably still work together. So could we get just Odd Future all back together? Frank Ocean still makes music. Kind of, yeah. For the most part. Yeah. Um, Haji's engaged in Nelly Furtado, I think. So if you can't get Frank, you can have Nelly Furtado sing something on it, like on a hook or something. Uh, I don't know if Taco still make. I mean, it wasn't like Taco was making a crazy amount of music Taco anyway. Wasn't really making music, but he is on. Uh... He's on Dave, and then Jasper's still around. So yeah, can we just get them all back together? Yeah, Casey Veggie still makes music. Damo still makes music. Everybody, for the most part, makes music. I don't know if Mike G still makes music, but just get him to write a sixteen. Like, I haven't made a rap song in 10 years, but I can still write a 16. So I'm sure Mike can still write a 16. I don't know. Listen, I do. I would like to see Earl and Tyler come back on a track together, but I think there's too much bad blood for that to happen now. Uh, you know, come him going back to jail, coming out. Uh, Tyler going and going against the grain with Odd Future and just going ahead and doing his own thing. I mean, I, I think at some point in time, what ends up happening is the same thing that happens with every other group. Um, you're, the big star becomes bigger than the group. And it's hard for him to continue to carry the group alongside of his career. And he's got to make a decision. Do I feed my, do I feed my family, take care of myself, or do I you know, try to hold on to this group and, and be best friends for the rest of our lives and struggle? And I think that's what it probably came down to. That's what happened with Wu-Tang. Same thing happened with Method Man and, and the whole Wu-Tang Clan. The same thing that happens with so many other groups that come out. B2K went through the same things. I think it's all about, you know, your name being bigger than the group's name. And Karen, can you continue to carry the group on? But I'll say this. Call Me If You Get Lost was a great album. For Tyler, the creator, Tyler, this was a great album. Yeah, he's uh, rapping again. And he's rapping again. He's rapping, rapping. He's not just, like you said, he's not just giving you shock content and saying a whole bunch of crazy stuff. What's funny is that, you know, it seems like once you cross that five-year threshold, people start to love you. People that were never fans of your music start to automatically become your fans. Like, there's so many people on, on social media, so many blog sites that have been hyping up uh, call me if you get lost that maybe like two years ago wouldn't have been rocking with Tyler two three years ago wouldn't have been rocking with Tyler at all especially year one yeah no they they were I think a lot of it came from uh flower boy is that what it was called flower boy mm -hmm. I think a lot of his fandom came from cherry blossom and flower boy because they weren't listening to bastard and goblin nope they weren't, or, they weren't, they weren't, they weren't fans of OF Tyler. Right. They weren't, then they're not, 
And it's funny because, like I said, once you get to this five-year mark, it's like all of a sudden you gain this new group of fans, these these people who say they've been rocking with you forever, these people who say that they, they love Tyler or they love such and such. But really, they only know like maybe two albums. And that's like once you once you hit this mark. Uh, but it's good. It's good that everybody's really finally starting to kick into Tyler. And it's good that Tyler is actually still making music to where people, new fans who have heard his music in the past and didn't like him now like him. And new fans who haven't heard his music in the present now like him. Uh, new, new people who are coming into music. So it's really good. My favorite songs... I have favorite songs. I don't have one particular song, but my favorite songs have to be uh, What's Your Name with um, NBA Youngboy. It's the one time that I've actually liked NBA Youngboy. I'm not a big fan of NBA Youngboy, but hearing him sing on this song or be melodic on this song actually is really good. And then Lemonhead is really good as well. I really like Lemonhead. He's actually, he's actually spitting on Lemonhead. I kind of like um, Hot Wind Blows. That's the one with Lil Wayne. Yeah, that's Wayne. the Wheezy one. Yeah, that's the one with Lil Wayne on it. But I think I only like it because Wayne is actually spitting on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said Wayne's back with the bars on that one. Yeah, Wayne is back on there spitting fire. The one, the Wayne that everybody misses is the Wayne that's on this track right here. Uh, but overall, it's it's a it's a very solid album from start to finish. I could listen to the album all the way through and not skip a single song. There are some that I don't like more than others, but from the very beginning, even Sir Baudelaire was a good song with DJ Drama all day through it. Um, and then shout outs to Jay Versace who produced uh, Safari, the last track on it. Uh, but all in all, is it's 100 solid. Also, you know who else got a good album? Doja Cat. Doja Cat, album of the year, pop album of the year. I don't know about, oh, I'll pop. tell you this, I don't like Young Thug, but that song with Young Thug is fire. I'll go with pop album of the year, for sure. Pop, pop album. album of the year. But Doja Cat's got a very good album, Planet Her, for those who haven't heard it yet. You guys definitely should go ahead and take a listen to it because all the way through, it is a good album. I highly recommend it. Favorite track on there is Need to Know and probably... You write featuring the weekend, but hey, I'm not even a Doja Cat fan like that. But that album is ten out of ten for me, without a doubt. Without a doubt, I'm, that is I, such a good album. I like Doja Cat, but uh, I had it, it's. I gotta bring it up because it was a good one. You know who who else released a, a mixtape was Ski Mask, and that happened to be that happened to be kind of trash. I'm not listening to that, so that kind of be kind. Of, happened to be kind of trash, you know. Sin City, the mixtape. I like Ski Mask, but this was a mixtape that I, I would, I would rather throw away. Yeah, I'll let you be the Ski Mask uh, expert on this show. <laughs> yes, I am. I would be uh, the Ski Mask God fanboy on here. Moving on, though, Lil Bow Wow and Soldier Boy did verses last night. Now, you know us, those who watch the show, you guys know we're just like undisputed. We're like Shannon Sharp and Skip Bay. Hey, they love just, the- Hey, everybody that watched the show a year ago, y'all know what it, the season, the versus season is back. The versus season is back. Now, the difference is during the off season, Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp like to talk about the Cowboys. During the on season, we like to talk about versus. Yeah. So now that we are in season two of Versus, 
Soldier Boy and Lil Bow Wow went head to head last night. Many people got excited for it. Many people love it. Cat, I know you watched it. What do you think about it? Hey, I'm gonna tell you this. I forgot that Bow Wow had as many hits as he did. Cause he smoked Soldier Boy. Now I told you this. Now he's going back, I told you this. Smoked Soldier Boy. But it came down to yeah, he had a lot of good, like little Bow Wow songs he played. Um, and then he had really good songs where he was the feature. And Soldier Boy, I think, played she make it clap three times in a row. It was definitely two times in a row. I think he played it three times in a row. And then um he did get Little Romeo on stage. And Little Romeo and Bow Wow, that was the first time they'd been on stage because they said Soldier Boy was the first rapper to get both of them on the same stage. So they kind of squashed their beef there. And then Romeo walks off the stage and Bow Wow plays Fresh As, Fresh as I, I Is or whatever. And that is a Little Romeo diss. So <laughs> it was just, it was funny how it all played out there. But, um, but no, nah, it was... It was cool. It was a cool show. It was a lot. It was remind me of like, uh, cause the only one I've watched all the way through, I've watched a couple all the way through, but the only ones that stuck out to me were like Jeezy and Gucci. And this one was, yeah, it was comical. Like we thought it would be, but it was just like, uh, it was a fun time. I would say it was a fun time. I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I don't listen to a lot of either of their music, especially not anymore, but like, it was it was fun, man. It was a fun. It was like an hour and a half, I think. It was fun. Now, I didn't watch too much of it. I saw a couple of highlights and some clips that showed up um, throughout social media. However, I will say that you know, it seemed like Bow Wow won overall. It seemed like Bow Wow won. I mean, I kind I called it when we. It was probably twenty. It was probably twenty zero. Honest. I called it when the when we when we first got the announcement. You know that this man was gonna win that hit. Soldier Boy just don't have the hits compared to him. I did see that Omarion came on stage with him for "Let Me Hold You," so that was dope. It was really cool seeing some of the highlights to where both of them had people on stage and both of them were rocking some of the old old tracks. Um, that you know, as teenagers growing up, you kind of you kind of enjoyed listening to. You kind of enjoyed watching. Uh, shake that booty, me make not not she make it clap, but even just even though Soldier Boy, crank that Soldier Boy is a song that, you know, really, if you listen to it nowadays, it's kind of embarrassing. You know, it's still good to hear it again. Uh, yeah, he played that hear- song last night. He didn't do. I don't think he did shake that booty meat, but he did play. Uh, what's it called? Uh, crank that. Did he play Yacht Trick? Yeah. <laughs> okay. He played. He played. We made it. No, we made it. I don't think he played We Made It, which I'm surprised he didn't play We Made It, unless that was like, unless I missed one song and it was that song. He didn't play We Made It, but he played, she made it clap like three times. He played a song that wasn't even his song. It was a Nicki Minaj song, but he said he produced it. So he could I know he played, I know he played the remix to, uh, to clap with Nicki on it. Yeah. And then he played, she make it. I think he played. She make it clap first. Then he played the remix. Then I think he played it again, just like the the second, the end of it again, like not Nicki's part again. And then he played, like I said, he played a Nicki song where he made the beat, 
and then he um what else did he play? He played LOL Smiley Face. But he played the whole song. He goes last in that song. So it was Trey Songs, Gucci Mane, and then him. So uh he did that. He played um I'm thinking crank that two songs with A Rob. Y'all trick and then um Did he bring A Rap? Nah, A Rob wasn't there. Wow. But it was uh Y'all Trick and it was um what's the other Vic on stage from back in the day? He should have brought Vic on stage. So he could have played um I just had the song in my head too. He, he had a Ros <laughs> he had a Roscoe Dash song that he was on the remix of that I completely forgot about. Like oh, I didn't even know he was on the remix. Really? He get silly with, with, with Vic. He should have brought Vic on stage. Yeah, he didn't play Get Silly either. We're saying all these songs that he could have played that were that at least gave him some wins. I think Get Silly would have... Oh, actually, I don't know. I think the only song he would have got a win with was We Made It because Bow Wow was just dropping songs. You know you know what the thing is? Bow Wow actually has songs and not dance songs. Well, okay. Bow Wow is also a better performer. So I think that added to it. I would probably there was way more energy coming from Bow Wow than there was Soldier Boy. Yeah, the clips I saw made it, it Soldier Boy made it seem like it was just his time to be petty. It was time. It was his time to make jokes. Uh, and yeah, he was just he was just being funny, being loved. Yeah, when Bow Wow actually is going to give you a show because that's what the people want to see. They want to see a show. They want to see performance. They want to reminisce on old times and things like that uh, versus Soldier Boy, who just wanted to be a clown on stage. You know, playing Fresh As I'm Is, is, is that's a slap in the face. Uh, bringing, bringing Lil Romeo, bringing Romeo on stage, that's a slap in the face. Uh, you know, that, to me, it, it, was, it was just Romeo, it was, it was Soldier Boy trying to be as petty as possible in order to get a W. I don't even know if he was really trying to get a W. I think he just wanted to be. I don't think he was. I think it was just there. Yeah, I think he, it seemed like he was just there. Everything that I saw, it just seemed like he was just there versus Bow Wow, who was actually going to give you a show. Even if he didn't want to perform those old songs, he knew that that was what the fans wanted to see. He wanted to give the fans what they wanted to see, which was a show with his music. So... Who do you want to see next? Ludacris and T.I. No, we can't have Ludacris. Ludacris did it with Nelly. Did he? Yeah. Bring him back. <laughs> Everybody that got beef, they need to do it. Or let me get a... Uh... No, he don't got enough of a catalog. As I said, let me get Chameleon Air and Mike Jones. But Mike Jones doesn't have enough of a catalog. Houston connection, huh? Yeah, his catalog's not big enough, though. Nah. Let me get... You know what? I want to see somebody against Chance the Rapper. And I was thinking last night, and I could not think of who it would be, though. Because it can't be Vic. Vic doesn't have a big enough catalog, right? I was thinking Chance and Tyler, but their music is too different. Especially if Tyler goes into, like, Yonkers. But then it's like, if he doesn't go into, like, Bastard and Goblin... And you just do Flower Boy, Cherry Blossom, and Call Me If You Get Lost versus uh, 10 Day Acid Rap Coloring Book in the Big Day. 
That music's similar. But you know what I think when I think of those two, like totally different fan bases. Oh yeah, definitely. Well, I think the newer Tyler and Chance may have the same fan base or yeah. share share similar fan base. Right. And then I was thinking if we did like uh because I then I was thinking Mac Miller and Chance the Rapper. Obviously, we wanted to do a Mac Miller one. Yeah. Um, unless they had somebody up there to represent them. What about Gambino and Chance? I like that, but I would I actually I would like Gambino and Mac Miller. Yeah, that would be good. I would have I would have liked to see that, but hey, Gambino and Chance, we could see that their music is still kind of different, but. We can see that. I can see but that. It's also very similar in the form of because they both they both had different styles of backpack rap. That's they true. Backpack rap at some point in time. What about um? You know what? I might want to see a Wiz Khalifa. And currency. Not no, you couldn't use currency though. You because you have to have somebody that has hits like Wiz had hits. And you have to have somebody who, yeah, you have to have somebody who has hits. Like we know currency because we rock with currency and that type of music and the fact that he used to he used to rap with Wayne at some point in time. So we like currency because currency comes out during the time that we rap. I mean that we used to like that we started listening to music. However, I think Wiz has a bigger audience than currency. Yeah. As as far as why as well as a big uh, hit catalog versus currency currency may have a couple here and there but probably they have their their laced with features, um, but I would want to see. Let me think. Yeah, who would go against Wiz? Huh? I'm thinking who would got on, but NGK. I want NGK. Nah, because MGK might throw up on stage. Like, no, but he makes different music now too. He'd have rock music, so that wouldn't work. I mean, he just he, he's he's wild. Like he he at least because M- Wiz is gonna smoke. Wiz is gonna get high on stage. What about Wiz and Schoolboy Q? Oh yeah, that might work. Kind of different music, but I think it'd be a fun show. Yeah, it might be a fun show. Does I, does Schoolboy have the catalog though? See, I don't know. I don't think he does. So who who would it be? Uh, Wiz would be a good one, though. I, I don't know. Yeah, who Wiz versus whoever was up there. Mac Miller would have been a good one. Yeah. I think Schoolboy could be a good one, but Schoolboy wouldn't... I don't think they'd call Schoolboy right away because he wouldn't bring the uh, the attraction. And they already did Snoop Dogg. Because I would say, what about Wiz and Snoop Dogg? Yep, they already did Snoop Dogg. But they already did Snoop. I thought about Rick Ross, but Rick Ross already did one with two chains. So yeah, I don't know why that was the matchup. You know what? Who, who who I would like to see would be LL and Busta Rhymes. That'd be a good one. That would be LL a good and one. Busta Rhymes would be a good one. And I'd want to see Outcast, but I was thinking last night who would be there. Right. Because if it would have to be another rap group. It'd have to be a bigger rap group. And the only one I can think of is UGK, but there's only Bun B. R.I.P. Pimpsey. Unless you do Andre and Bun B. Andre doesn't have a catalog, though. And honestly, I don't think Andre would be there. I could see Big Boy being there. Yeah, but, I could see that, too. 
But yeah, if you did, I want to see David Banner. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a, that would be a good one too. A David Banner one would be a good one. You, do you or, think Chris uh, Brown? Do you think Chris Brown is past this time enough to be on one? Yeah, Chris Brown. Who would you put with Chris Brown? I want to see the Justins. You want to see Justin Timberlake and Justin Bieber? I want to see the Justins. And then, but then Chris Brown would have to go against like a Justin Timberlake. He'd have to go against a Usher. See, we're foreshadowing because I actually have something to say about Usher. But that's a magic, though. That's that. That would be big news if Chris Brown and Usher did a versus together. That would blow chart. That would blow numbers out of the water. Yeah, I mean they had. I think the Gucci. Jeezy was a, like it was over a million. Yeah, because I was you and I were both watching it live and saw that number go up. I think last night it got to eight hundred thousand for like two seconds. Like it sat around five hundred thousand, and then it was it sat around six, like in the middle. But I think there was a point it hit eight because they both Soldier Boy said something about it, and Bow Wow backpacked off of it. But. No, nah, I think you had good ones. Oh, Cool J and Buster Arms would be a good one. Oh, what about Outcast and Tribe Called Quest? This style of music is very different, but that would be that would be a hip hop show right there. That would be a old head show right there. That'd be a good one. That would be a good one. I could see that happening. I could see I could see myself enjoying that one. Or if you did like uh De La Soul in Tribe Called Quest because they do use old school artists. Yeah, now, <clears throat> now, De La Soul, you know, as important as they are to the game, they're not as popular as like a Snoop Dogg. You know what I mean? So they may not bring the draw, but that would be a fun show too. Yeah, they definitely wouldn't bring the draw, but it would be a fun show to watch. It'd be a fun show for for purists to be able to watch. Uh, to sit back and listen to old school hip hop back in its original forms where there wasn't any copycats and there were pure original hip hop artists uh, freestyling and otherwise, you know, that'd be a good show to watch. Uh, Outcast and Tribe Called Quest, I think, would be a good show to watch as well because it would show the range from where music was in the 80s to mid 90s to where music went to from the mid 90s to the early 2000s. So it'd be a very good. It'd be a very good competition to go through. I wouldn't declare a winner on that one. I just, I would say that would just be a purely exhibition match. Just, yeah, that's just enjoying the show. Yeah, just to sit back and listen and observe. Uh, but, you know who else I'd want to see? Common. And who? I don't know. We'd have to grab somebody from that time because Common was a big artist in his time. Common and Talib. Common. Common. And- hold on, hold on. Common and Ice Cube. <laughs> Uh, does he play? Does he play the diss song? Does Ice Cube? Play they the both dissed each other. Do they play their diss songs? No what Vaseline. about Ice Cube? Didn't Doctor Dre? Doctor Dre already went, didn't he? No Vaseline. Ooh. The woman or the female dog in you was the common diss. I mean, what about did Dr. Dre already went, didn't he? I don't remember. Well, if he didn't, Ice Cube and Dr. Dre. 
I think Ice Cube takes that one if as long as you don't do songs he produced. It's always good to see. It's always good to see the guys who beefed with each other go back at it, and see number one because with Gucci and and and, and Jeezy they squashed that beef. It's and game. Romeo and Bow Wow kind of squashed that beef until you played Fresh as my Fresh as I is. Because because Soldier Boy wanted to be petty, but uh, I don't think I don't think Romeo knew that. I don't think he knew that was going to happen because because of what he said, calling Bow Wow Jordan and Romeo. Kobe. Uh, Kobe, yeah, and and Soldier Boy Kate. I mean Soldier Boy LeBron. I I don't think he knew that that was coming. I think Soldier Boy just did that on the low and wanted to be petty with it just to be funny. Uh, oh, Bow Wow didn't know it was coming. Yeah, Bow Wow didn't know it was coming. I don't think Romeo knew it was coming. I don't think he 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 knew that uh, Soldier Boy was gonna play that song next. No, Romeo or Bow Wow played that song, not Soldier Boy. Oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, Bow Wow played it. Bow Wow played it. Uh, but nonetheless, I it's fun to see rappers who are beefing with each other come back and do a versus with each other and to possibly squash it. And if not squash it, fuel the fire again to where, you know, you get to see that uh, all over again. And maybe it comes in a different form because now that we live in such a PC world, uh, the internet wouldn't be so fond of the beefing and they call it very childish. But for some of the purists of hip hop who like the competition, the, the, the sport of it, you know, they would want to see those two artists go back at it once again and find out what, it, what they're going to do. Uh, you know, Eminem versus the world, 50 Cent versus the world, pretty much. You know, those would be some good ones to watch. You can take you, you can take your pick with any of those artists and you'll see you'll 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 get a feel of it. Like Eminem and Royce, even though Royce doesn't have the catalog, just to sit there and watch those two go back at it with each other and see the beef would be something to watch. Uh versus Rory and Maul. <laughs> Joe Button versus all of Slaughterhouse because he's got a beef with all of them. And uh, plus his podcast co host uh, bro, I just had one that was gonna be a good one. It just slipped. Fifty Cent would be Fifty, 50 Cent and Ja Rule. Ja Rule. I was gonna say Fifty Cent and Ja Rule or Fifty Cent and Fat Joe would be a good versus. Hey, uh, don't sleep though. I think Ja Rule might win that versus. Because as much as you know, Ja Rule is just a laughing stock. He's got hits. He has a catalog. After I saw Bow Wow last night, I'm like, maybe the obvious, the people, the ones that look like they're obvious wins aren't obvious. You just forget about the hits. That's all. Because Jaw Rule and Murder Inc. was on top of the game, which ca- almost caused 50 Cent to diss them for attention. Because I think he dissed them in the How to Rob song. And then that's where all the beef came. But now, I know Red Man and Method Man did one already, but what about a Red Man? I mean, a Method Man and Ghostface. Can we get producers again? Can we get uh? You know, Timberland and Swiss did uh, a round two. Oh, I, I said they did the first one. Yeah, they did a round two to open up season two. Can we do um? Who would be a good one? Can we do Just Blaze? Ooh, Justice League. Just Blaze and Justice League. That would be a good one. Just Blaze and Justice League would be a good one. Yes. That would be a very good one. 
or could we do uh nah nothing would top that one like that'd be a good one and then maybe because i'm trying to think of but all the great producers and as we came up usually just stuck with one group so if you did like a-rod music you'd just be doing diplomat songs you know what i mean then you have really the only one is like kanye but kanye also has his own music and kanye is not doing verses because I, I want a Kanye and you just enter in whoever. Drake, Jay-Z. You could, a, you could do a Kanye in Common, but then you'd have a whole bunch of Common tracks <laughs> produced by With, Kanye. Yeah, that were made by Kanye. I want to see John Legend. <clears throat> John Legend and Alicia Keys would be great. Oh, they could both play Kanye produced songs. Kanye, I mean, Alicia Keys and uh, John Legend would be a great versus. That'd be that would be. Did Alicia Keys do one? She already did one, though, didn't she? I feel like she did one. She did. Um, They did an opener. Her and John Legend actually did, like, somewhat of a show. It wasn't a versus, though. They did just, like, a little segment uh, where they played music together on four verses. Uh, Bro, just get two pianos in there and just have them duke it up. Do classical music. Bro, I'm just telling you, when ordinary people plays, automatic dub. Doesn't matter what she plays. Unless she plays You Don't Know My Name. What? She can play... Um, you Don't Know My Name. Ah, she can play um, Some People Want It All, that song. Oh. What do you mean? What do you mean? Just do all the Kanye songs. Against ordinary people? That's a, that's a toss-up right there. A lot of their songs will be tossed up, but just do Kanye ones. You don't know my name versus uh, "Used to Love You." Yeah, you don't know my name. Smokes that one. That's why that one was the Grammy nominated one. Yeah, that's a good one. Both of them are. Hey, yeah, that that would be a good one. Kanye, good Kanye one. is too too laced through too many people's music. Your great, yeah. your favorite artists have Kanye in and out of their music. Let's do Kendrick and J. Cole. But I think J. Cole, from like the things he said, I think he was kind of sensitive and I don't think he would do it. I'm going to say this. When Kanye passes away, they are really going to give him his roses. I know, man. It it sucks that it's got to be, he has to be passed away to get his roses. Well, the problem is this. When he passes away, they, it's not until he passes away that people are actually going to dive into his catalog to see what he actually has put out. What they're what they're doing right now is they're giving him his roses for the music that he's created, and maybe some pieces here and there when they find out that he created this song or that song, he produced this song and that song. But when he passes away and they look at it all, yo, Kanye changed the game honestly for a little bit yeah. when it came to like what music sounded like. Yeah, you know what I mean. He like. And then everybody wanted to wear polos. Remember that? People all had tall tees on. Then Kanye comes out. Everybody wants to wear, wants to wear, uh, Alan, what's up, man? Wants to wear polos and backpacks. Pink polos, to be specific. I was with the polos back then, too. I was with the polos, too, when I was in college. And the khakis. See? Shout out to Kanye. Like I said, when, when Kanye passed away, them roses are going to come in bouquets. But, Bro, and you got to think, and I know this ain't a Kanye topic, what he's done with fashion. You know yeah, what I mean? 
Yeah, yeah. What he's done with what he's done with a lot of stuff. Like we thought, we thought um yeah, with the collars up and everything. With the with the collars up, and he had he had them glasses, the stutter shades with the little I lines had in a them. Pair of shutter shades too. Somebody stole yeah. my shutter shades. But we thought, uh, because I remember, remember when Fifty Cent and like G Unit had a brand, and Sean Carter when Jay Z had the clothing band or Rockaware, and like we thought that was a big deal when that happened. Like we thought, or Hurricane Game had hurricanes. We thought that was a big deal. Like that was a game changer. The Yeezy brand is worth over a billion dollars. Yep. Well, the funny thing is, let's put that in perspective. Didn't have a brand back then, and Kanye had people buying these brands. You know, Kanye had people wanting to buy Louis Vuitton. Kanye had people wanting to buy Ralph Lauren and Polo, like crazy amounts of it. And wanted to have just even if it wasn't a polo, a, a, a Ralph Lauren polo, just any polo, so they could put the collar up in the back. You know, people were rocking more backpacks, more Gucci bags, and things like that because of Kanye. So when Kanye passes away, one hundred percent, he is going to get bouquets of roses. Yo, when he passes away, because I know he's going to do more stuff. He might be in the goat conversation realistically because we put jay-z in the goat conversation because a lot of the stuff he does outside i was about to say off the court because a lot of the stuff that he does outside of music like his billion dollar when his valuation came out his music was only like 75 million so there's 925 million and other things right so yeah we gotta look at connie he had a billion dollar company the only other person that did that was uh dr dre with uh, Beats. They sleep on him. Beats was a billion dollar company. I think Yeezy's like a $2 billion valuation or whatever. They sleep on him. When he, he announced the deal with Gap, and I think Gap made, how much money did Gap make? Some ridiculous amount of money at the announcement because people bought their stock. Their stock went up like $4 when they announced the Yeezy collaboration. That's Kanye. When Jay-Z did uh, whatever, I'll call Ace of Spades, whatever company owns that, that stock ain't shoot up. That stock probably stayed the same. But Ace of Spades might be owned by uh, the people that own Hennessy, which are the people that own Louis Vuitton, which I think they also own Gucci and Versace. They're all owned by one company. So that guy's probably the GOAT too. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we've mentioned a couple of names already but for those who have been following our instagram page we posted earlier today a collective of artists and said name your big three for those who haven't checked out the page i'm gonna go ahead and give you some of the artists that are featured in the big three so there is kendrick lamar there's eminem there's dr dre there's DMX, there is J. Cole, The Game, LL Cool J, Redman, Snoop Dogg, MF Doom, T.I., Nas, Lil Wayne, Drake, Tupac, Busta Rhymes, 50 Cent, Ghostface Killer, Method Man, Fat Joe, Ice Cube, Jay-Z, Biggie, and Kanye. Now, 
we posted, like I said, we posted on IG for people to give us their take on who their big three was. Now we're going to give you guys our big three. Cat, start me off. All right, so the context of this is like the biggest three of all time? Nah, you're, if you had to put together a song, maybe even a, a collaborative. Oh, a song, okay. Maybe even a collaborative. Who are your three guys that are just, that you you have to have on this track or on this album, however you want to see it? Okay, that that's different then. All right, so my three on the song: Kendrick, Tupac, and you know what, man? Just for the people, because I wouldn't have picked this guy regularly, but I do it for the people. You know what I mean? Talking about common, um, I'm going J Cole. Let me get all three of them on a song together, because look, we'll finally get a Kendrick and J Cole song, right? I really thought you were saying I really thought you were gonna go with Biggie. <laughs> Just, oh no. Why you a big J. Cole? And that's Dredd's J. Cole. You know how I feel about Dredd's J. Hey, that's right. It's got Kendrick and Tupac, so you better come correct with your uh, your real-life lyricism. That would be a good one. I don't, don't get me wrong. That would I don't know who's making the beat, though. That'd be a good conscious album. That'd be a good Do changes. Let's, let's get them all on changes. So just get a Tupac, one of the verses from changes, and then make Kendrick and J. Cole write a verse for changes. Do a changes remix. So it changes remix. Yeah. Okay. Because then you know, because obviously Tupac is passed, we don't have to try to bring him back to life. Just use the use the verse, one of his verses. Use the uh the first verse, because that's the verse everybody knows. Use the first verse. Because I think it fits in times right now, anyways. And then we'll find Kendrick wherever Kendrick is, and then have uh Kendrick rap on it. And then we'll find J. Cole, but we won't tell him Kendrick or Tupac are on it. Because I don't want him to get into competition and get, like, sad about it. Listen, if J. Cole, if you tell J. Cole that Tupac and Kendrick are on the album, you're going to get a a below-par verse. Yeah, we'll make him do the we'll make him do the first verse. You have to let him go first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let him go first, and then we'll just, like, add to, oh, yeah, we added them on here. Like, when, uh, when Kendrick found out Jay-Z was on the remix for Don't Kill My Vibe. Yeah. Where they just kind of like Kendrick had already recorded and like, oh hey, look who we got on it. That's what we'll do. Oh hey, by like, the way, we got Tupac on it. Yeah, he felt like he needed to rewrite it. Now, that's a good. You know what? Honestly, that's a good like conscious album. That's like a good one. For All right, hey, and then real quick, if I have to do another one, Black Culture album. If I have to do another one, I'm doing uh the Money Talk album, right? Drake. Jay-Z, Kanye West, and Kanye makes all the beats. Yeah, that's that's a that's a tough album right there. That is yeah. a tough album right there. That's a tough album right there. For sure, for sure, for sure. I would oh yeah, that would blow up. That would blow up right now in today's world, that would blow up. Because Drake got bars, so if they want to go bars, Drake can rap. Not only bars, but they're gonna have hits. Not only hits, they're gonna be all over the radio. So it's it's everything. That that'd be that'd be the the everything album. Uh, but that's the easy way. You took the easy way out on that one. That's an easy. All right, hold on. All right, hold on. I'll pick three more then. Anybody looking at this? Anybody looking at this list? 
would say that if you wanted to make a diamond album, there's your three. Well, Giannis just hit a three. So here, let me give you three more. All right. I'll go MF Doom. Uh, Ghostface. And... Redman. Nah, that's trash to me. Nah. Nah, I think MF and Ghostface have a song together. MF and Ghostface work, but you throw Redman in there, I don't know. I think if you throw Eminem with Ghost with with that, that that works perfectly. That's too much star power. You just yelled at me about star power. No, no, I yelled at you about being easy. That's not easy. Because you have you have guy you have three guys who rap very different to what our ears are accustomed to, and it will still go off. But you took the easy route with the Jay Z, Drake, and Kanye. But here's what I'm gonna go with. Oh, let me take Redman off and put Buster Arms. That might work a little bit better. I would agree with you on that. I'll take that one. So, for now nah, I'm running with Redman. Redman can rap. Y'all sleep. For me, okay, I'm going I'm to I'm go with two for right now, and I'm going to go up to three, but there's one album that I, if it could ever be made, I would want to hear, and that's Jay-Z and Biggie. Because they're best friends back in the day growing up, if there was one album I could ever hear, it would be those two together. Hey, DMX on this list? Yeah, why don't I do Jay-Z, Biggie, and DMX? Yeah, that would be a good one. That would be old, old J, old DMX, prime DMX, prime DMX, early 2000s. Or why not DMX, Buster Rhymes, and Jay-Z, and they all go to the same school? I don't know about that. Uh, I know Buster, no, they all, they all went to the same school. Because Buster Rhymes. Buster Rhymes and Jay-Z went to the same school. Buster Rhymes, Jay-Z, Buster Rhymes said him and Jay-Z and DMX all used to cipher in the lunchroom or something. Uh, Okay, okay. That's cool. That's cool. So. And Nas and Tupac went to the same high school. I would say this. Cole Kendrick Nas. Old Kendrick Nas? Cole Kendrick Nas. Oh, old, Cole Kendrick Nas. Old Kendrick. Old, old, old Cole, though. <laughs> Cole Kendrick Nas. Cole Kendrick Nas. Actually, no, no. I take it back. I will take Dreaded Cole. And I don't ever take Dreaded Cole on the line. Yeah, Dreaded Cole works better with that anyways. Yes, Dreaded Cole with Nas works really good. Cole Kendrick Nas would be a great would be a great big three if if i wanted for the people i would go with the same lineup as you kendrick cole and tupac uh the mega album obviously would be the drake jay-z and uh kanye wayne eminem busta would be a dope one in my opinion I think that would be a good big three. Uh, you know what about what? Ghostface, Method Man, and Redman? Ghostface, Method Man, Redman. Just get some of Wu Tang back together. Yeah, but you have to splash that beef with Ghostface and Redman. Can they? Can they splash that beef first? No, they can. Maybe that beef makes them competitive on the album. So I'm getting There's the best. There's two artists. There's two artists on here that I need to. I feel like shouldn't be in this list. And that's is it G- TI and 50 Cent? 50 Cent and Snoop Dogg. I don't see how I can't and Dr. Dre actually three. 
Dr. Dre as well. Because I can't put Dr. Dre in any lineup as a big three and think it will work. No, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, and uh, Tupac. Unless Dr. Dre is producing the album. Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Tupac, Death Row. If he's producing, if he's rapping, it's not a go. Does have Jay-Z write his lyrics? See that? That's not a go. That's not a go. We're not making Apparently, from what Jay-Z made it sound like, he wrote Snoop Dogg's part too. Yeah, he wrote the whole song. Because he said on the reference track, he did both of the voices, but they only said he wrote Dr. Dre's part. But I don't see, I can't put 50 Cent with any of these people and think that it's going to work. 50 Cent, Eminem, Dr. Dre, they made a whole album like that. Nah, get out of here. Get out of here. That, did Dr. Dre rap on that album? I hope not, but I do believe he probably did about one verse. Did he rap on Get Richard Dr. Dre? I don't know. I think so. I Eminem think. did. He couldn't help. He can't help himself. He can't help himself. But those three, I got to X out for, for because I just can't, I can't look at a lineup and put them together. Granted, they did other songs with, with, with most of these artists, with a big portion of these artists, but I can't put them in a lineup and think that it's going to work at all. Uh, Ice Cube, I can fit in somewhere. Red Man, I can fit in somewhere. LL Cool J, I can fit in somewhere. T.I., I can fit in somewhere. If we did, if we did, uh, let's see. Looking at it right now, I can see T.I. with the Kendrick and and probably Drake. T.I., Kendrick, and Drake. T.I., Kendrick, and Drake. Oh, T.I. T.I., Kendrick, and Drake will work. Because T, because of Drake. It will work because of Drake. Drake is, is the chaser. Jake, Drake will, yeah, he will make it all work. Um, Wayne and Eminem and Jay-Z would be another clutch. Wayne, Eminem, Jay-Z would be another clutch. Greatest rapper alive, Lil Wayne. Yeah, for sure. Greatest rapper alive, Lil Wayne, Eminem, Marshall Mathers, LP, Eminem, and take your pick with Jay-Z. Take your pick with Jay-Z and it will work. Just as before, anything before, anything after Reasonable Doubt, I should say. Anything after Reasonable Doubt, Jay-Z, Blueprint Jay-Z, Magna Carta Jay-Z, any Jay-Z with these three, he'll fit right in. I mean, with these two, I think he'll fit right in. LL Cool J and Drake, I think that would work. I think that actually would be pretty dope. LL Cool J and Drake would be 100% dope. And then to throw somebody in there, LL Cool J, Drake, and Buster. nah, I don't oh, see it. Fat Joe. What about Fat Joe? Oh yeah, maybe Fat Joe. LL Cool J, Drake and a Fat Joe. Yeah, I, that would be a good hit. LL Cool J, Drake, and Cole would might work. Oh, give me DMX, MF Doom, and Biggie. Okay. Who'd you say? DMX, MF Doom, and Biggie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be a good one, too. That would be a good one, too. Kanye and Biggie would be a great one to hear. Yes, it would. A Kanye nah. produced track? A Kanye produced Biggie? Hold on. Biggie Eminem would be produced. good. Produced. I am produced. Could right. you imagine Prime Eminem, Marshall Mathers, 
Eminem show, Eminem with Biggie. How crazy that song would sound. Yeah, that would be good. That'd be a crazy, they'd have some crazy songs. Yeah. Because Biggie got some crazy songs. Eminem made a name off crazy songs. And then who else would go in there with crazy songs? With crazy songs? Busta Rhymes. Nah, Busta Rhymes didn't have the content like that, though. What? Eyes Can See? He wasn't talking about what Biggie and Marshall Mather LP Eminem was talking about. Eminem was talking about killing his baby mama. He's the closest thing to it out of this list. Let me look. DMX? Probably, no, one of the Wu Tang guys, probably. DMX? DMX was always talking about. Yeah, DMX was talking some crazy stuff, too. Yeah. So that's probably DMX. What about game? We haven't put game in anything. You know what? It's tough. I not not it's not tough that the game can't do it because the game is very versatile as far as content goes. He can give you he can give you a hit track and he can also give you some uh, some conscious stuff. The thing is, I'm just not a game fan to want to put him in a lineup. I just don't see a lot of people I could put game in a lineup with. Like game has a J or a Drake. He has a Drake song. He has a Drake song. I want to let me fact check this and see if Game has a Nas song because for whatever reason I feel like he does. He has a Buster Rhymes song. He has a Kendrick song. He's a good fit for a lot of for a lot of this. So I wouldn't be I wouldn't doubt that he could get with any of these for the most part because he yeah. he's versatile. Game has a Nas song. He has a Little Wayne song. I think he has a Kendrick song. He does have a Kendrick song. The City. I think he has a couple Kendrick songs. Um, he obviously has a Dre song. He has a 50 Cent song. <clears throat> yep. He has a Kanye produced song. Yep. He has, does he have a Jay-Z song? He does not have a Jay-Z song. Hold on. I'm going to look it up because I had to look up the Nas song. There's no reason to fact check that one, but he does not have a Jay-Z song. Oh, they have he, beef? He, I don't oh. know if he has beef, but he doesn't have a Jay-Z song. Yeah, it said they have beef. So yeah, that would, he would not get a Jay-Z song there. Maybe game TI. And I don't know who would go with them. Uh depends on what Wayne comes to the table, but you could put a Wayne in there. Yeah, yeah, Wayne would fit there. Depends Greatest rapper alive, little Wayne. Uh uh the game and a Nas and a Ghostface Killer, I think, would work really well too. Yeah, game could fit with them. Yeah. We also haven't said Ice Cube. You could put game with pretty much anybody except for MF Doom, and I think it would go off. I think, not go off, but it would be a good song that I would listen to. Yeah, I think you're right. I think game could fit with any of these people, except for he wouldn't fit with MF. Now, let's finalize this. Big three all times. Of all time. Who's 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 the big three? All right. Are we talking about the on un- the court or including no. off the court? On the court, off the court. The big three. Who oh. Is- well, you already know who two of them are if y'all have watched the show before. So Who's untouchable. Drake. Jay-Z. And last topic made me a believer and it came out of my mouth. Kanye. Because I could argue, well, not Jay-Z, but I could argue that Kanye has done more for hip-hop than Drake has. Yeah, without a doubt. Drake is really, when we talk about Drake as the GOAT, it's strictly off numbers. I think I did our show this justice, though, because the off-the-court presence 
it's kind of difficult because a lot of them do not have the magnitude that those big that those three have. Right. And it's really that Jay-Z is the reason that the other two have the magnitude that they have. Yeah. Because to me, Jay-Z, I compare to Michael Jordan because yeah, Magic Johnson and Larry Bird played basketball and we could say that's Pac and Biggie. But yeah, those two and Kareem and all of them play basketball. But Michael Jordan is what made it commercial. So yeah, Michael Jordan could play basketball, but he had the Jordan 1. And the Jordan 1 where the sneakers went into fashion changed the whole game for the NBA, right? So yeah, then we have Jay-Z that comes around. And Jay-Z is really starting to talk about like name brand products in songs that aren't just Adidas and things like that. And that he's getting these deals where it's like, hey, if you say this liquor in the song, you're getting a check. And then it just so happened too that he kind of rode the fame of Tupac and Biggie and how hip hop was starting to become like a more well-known, kind of more accepted music at that time. And then Jay-Z is just the guy that takes it to the next level. Like, like if it wasn't for, if it wasn't for Pac and Big, then like, we're not talking about Kanye having a billion dollar brand because hip hop wouldn't be a thing or hip hop would still be like underground and a collective kind of thing. So then let's stick to on the court. The three that when they hit the booth, flames oh we're talking about bars i i gotta i i gotta find the best way to word this i mean greatest of the biggest out of this out of this catalog out of this lineup right here who are the three who are the three goats the three best rappers best rappers period yeah tupac big and then this one's a tough one because I have Eminem, who we know Eminem is. I have MF Doom, where he's not as big as name as everybody else on this list, but we know what MF Doom is. And I have Jay-Z. So it's a three-way tie between them. And that's what I'm doing. Pac, big, three-way tie. Okay. So, my big three is Jay-Z, Biggie, and... Oh, let me put Lil Wayne in that three-way tie, so it's a four-way tie. I'm not going to... You know what? I'm going to go against the grain and not put Wayne in there. For the big three, uh, because I don't know if he actually lines up too well with these guys. With with bar for bar, yes, he's great. Like he he's one guy who can be conscious if you want to be conscious. He can give you wordplay if he wants to be wordplay. He can he can he can be lyrical if you really need him to be lyrical it'll take a while but he'll get there for you uh but i think i would probably have to seal the deal 
with between MF Doom and Kendrick. Honestly, uh, for those who don't know MF Doom, they you miss you have missed out for a long time on some really just interesting, different sounding music lyrics from a guy like him because he just the wordplay is just out of this world. Uh, triple entendres, quadruple entendres, just the the flow is different. His sound is different because he doesn't he doesn't have the traditional rap sound. He doesn't sound like what you play on the radio. He has a, a very different sound. Even with his voice, he has a very different sound. Everything about him is just very different from the fact that he wears the mask most of the time. MF Doom is just a different... <clears throat> you know, everybody used to talk about KRS-One used to be this different type of guy. He was just this guy who can come up with different words and different rhyme schemes. And but MF Doom, the way MF Doom does it, he makes it sound, he makes it seem elementary. Like, it's just something that you should be able to do. Because he just, he literally just does it. When he raps, it's almost as if he's just talking. It's not even as if he's rapping. It's, it's not as if he's trying to be melodic or he's just, or trying to rhyme, or even trying to rhyme. It's just sounds like he's talking like he's having a regular conversation with you and all these masterful words just come about that's mf doom and mf and doom literally said he only rapped because of the money he's just he, he's so just a different guy so for and i'm only saying that to say this it's like there's a lot of people now that rap only for the money and there's just a level of effort that goes into me hearing that you know what I mean? It's like, oh, they only make music for the money. Then it's like, all right, there's probably not too much effort getting put into that. Now, like Hitch was saying, you want to talk about entendres. Y'all go listen to, uh, now, he's hard to listen to. and You have to get used to him. He's definitely a flow you have to get used to. He's an acquired but, taste for sure. Yeah, definitely an acquired taste. Now, if you want to start listening to Doomsday, Doomsday is more traditional rapping. Um, that sounds more like what rap you're probably accustomed to. But if you want to hear greatness, you listen to Mad Villain with him and Mad Lib. The flow is definitely different. The beats are different. The whole setup is different. But it is a classic album for a reason. And then if you wanted to go another step forward, listen to Mmm Food. Mmm Food for people that are uh, that need help. M M M Food. It's uh, that one's really different with his flow, so that's why I said go to Mad Villain first. And remember, it's all caps when you spell his name. But I want to say something about this on this list, though, where it's hard for the rappers because Biggie and Pac didn't have a fall off, you know what I mean? It's like when we talked about J. Cole, where J. Cole talked about retiring in 2014 on why he would be in that GOAT conversation because he wouldn't have a fall-off. I have a very hard time. I have a very hard time putting those two in my lineups for greatest of all times for a long um, because of the fact that they both died at their peak. And it's hard to it's hard to it's hard to put somebody in a category of greatest when they died at their best. Well when, or not even die, but like when they stopped at their best. Sure. Yeah when they stop at the top because then it's hard to compare other people to that. Like we have Lil Wayne on this list, right? right? 
And we know how good Little Wayne was at his peak, but we also know how, you know, not good he was at his fall off. Right. So it's hard for me to compare a Little Wayne to a Tupac because I know Little Wayne's fall off versus what we could consider Tupac's fall off, which is his prime. Right. Or in Eminem, where we know what Eminem was, but we also know what his fall off was. And honestly, Eminem and Little Wayne, they fell off pretty hard. They uh they definitely musically hit a wall and it yeah. just kind of dropped from there. So the only one that's still rapping that's honestly consistent on this list is Drake and well Kendrick. Okay, but Kendrick's still young in the game. I'm talking like more veteran, or it's Jay-Z and Drake. But then I can't compare as good of a rapper Drake is, I can't compare Drake lyrically to even Eminem even though whenever Drake's career is over we could probably say oh at the end Drake was a better rapper than Eminem but not in their primes you know what I mean so it's definitely a difficult list and then you have like Redman and Method Man on here where in the beginning they had a lot of Wu-Tang stuff MF Doom he has a lot of music but his music is like hidden so you'll find like a random, like there's a guy named Zarface and MF Doom does a whole bunch of stuff with Zarface. And it's like, if you don't know who Zarface is, you don't hear these, these MF Doom verses. You know what I mean? I think you're the one that showed me Zarface. Yeah. Honestly. So if it wasn't for you showing me Zarface, I'd miss out on two MF Doom albums. And then he has an album with Bishop Nuru. If you don't know who Bishop Nuru is, then you're missing out on these MF Doom verses. So it's definitely difficult. So people can, you know, they want to kill us over it. Let me hear your big three. <laughs> well, that's our show. We appreciate you guys tuning in with us. You know why we do this. Because we love you. There's no other reason why. I'm your host, as always, Hitch Montana. Oh, by the way. We have an announcement. We have an announcement. We told you guys last week that when it came up that we would say it. And I wish I had that horn that the DJs be playing whenever they drop. We got the Apple podcast deal. We are now worldwide for you guys. All you iPhone users, we are now on Apple podcast. You guys can now get us on Google podcast. If you have an Android Apple Podcasts, if you have an iPhone, Spotify, wherever you want to listen to us, we are worldwide, baby. What did DJ Khaled say back in the day? We taking over. What did, DJ, what did, DJ, over. What did DJ Khaled say now? Another one. What? Another one. We are everywhere for you guys. Drop yeah. the bomb on them. Drop the, drop, what is it? Drop the clue bomb on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look. Again, we do it because we love you. Because we love you, I am your host, Hitch Montana, with my co-host. It's your boy, the podcast, Marv Albert. Speaking of Marv Albert, he's retiring. So you can just call me Cad Albert. It's your boy, Cad Mean, and we are out. Peace out, world.